What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 15 of the Nothing Podcast. This episode is with one of my good friends, Chelsea Pratt, who happens to be uh, a member, a BA, a big part of Burn Boot Camp Hendersonville, where I've worked the past three years in Hendersonville, Tennessee. Um, if you listen to Becca's episode, Becca's also a BA. Um, Becca and Chelsea are basically like a tag team duo that uh, tag team duo that keep the gym going, keep the gym running, any events that go on, any of the member stuff, member appreciation. Like this week we have Spirit Day coming up. They are behind the scenes. They help, you know, the gym. They've helped the gym become what it has uh, because they've both been there longer than I have. So um, Chelsea has been doing burn exclusively, as you'll um, come to learn on this episode. Um for her fitness protocol. So she's lost a ton of weight. She's become an extremely fit person. She pushes herself every day. And I'm very glad that she uh, decided to do the podcast because I think uh, a lot of people can be inspired by her story. On top of that, if you do like listening to these episodes, the fitness-centric ones, please let me know. Um, I plan to have Rob on again to talk about nutrition, hopefully, because he has a lot of uh, knowledge in that field as well. yeah, I mean, if you're struggling, if you're at a place that you're, you know, you're trying to work out, you're trying to lose weight, just remember whatever you're reading, whatever people tell you, whatever, you know, the newest, hottest thing is that people are trying, it's not necessarily what you need. Right? Whatever, if someone tells you this is going to work for you, you should not believe them. You need to try it and see if it works for you because everyone is different. You cannot sell this you know, mass product or, you know, fat burner or bullshit, you know, protein or pre-workout to everyone and expect it to work the same for everyone. So that being said, you can't do something for two weeks. And if it doesn't work, um, then you think it doesn't work. This is the long game. If you really want to see lasting changes, you have to be extremely consistent and disciplined over a long period of time. That doesn't mean that you can't have days that aren't, you know, 100% what they're supposed to be in terms of what you're eating and what you're working out. But the second that you fall off of that, it is much harder to get back on, as I'm sure many people know. Um, Lastly, um, if you want to be fitter, you want to lose weight, all of these things, there's lots of things standing in your way. You're not a full-time 
a worker outer. You're not a full-time semi-professional exerciser. So you have other things going on. You either have a family, you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, you have a dog, you have another job. You have um, not another job. You have a job um, that you have to go to each day that takes up a large majority of your time. Just know that there are many excuses. There's valid ones and there's invalid ones. But at the end of the day, you are the only person that can decide if and when you change. You are the last person. You are the only one that can make that decision to change something. Everyone says that people don't change. I 100,000% believe that people do change. People don't want to change. Where they're at right now is where they are comfortable. Anytime you get stuck in this kind of routine for a long time, you're comfortable. Your body gets comfortable and changing that takes uh, an extreme effort. And that effort needs to be something that is learned over time and then becomes you know, a part of you. Uh, if you have any questions, please let me know. But uh, enjoy the episode. I have another one coming with Blake. Uh, lots of schedule, lots of coming. So thanks for listening to the Nothing Podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is episode 15, and we finally got Chelsea to do it. She is live in Studio Burn right now. What's up? What's up? Um, we got a lot of questions for Chelsea. Chelsea says she has questions for me which is a little bit scary, um, but we're probably just going to roll into them. Um, first and foremost, like give us some background. Where are you from? Um, so I was born in Nashville and I've lived here my whole life. I have two four-year-old boys. Um, I started Burn three years ago and now I'm a Burn ambassador here. That's right. Yeah. Um, when you first started working out, like was burn the first workout exercise protocol you started or did you try anything before you came here? No, I like never belonged to a gym at all. Like so nothing. What got zero. What got you to start burn? Because there's people that come to burn and they're like, well, I got to join this gym so I can come to burn. They think they have to have a separate membership in order to build up their fitness in order to buy a membership for burn. No. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't no. make sense, but I mean, I just walked before Christine. Actually, is the reason why I started Burn because we saw that, or she saw that there was a thirty days for free because it was the grand opening, and she kept bugging me. She's like, "Let's go do this boot camp thing," and I was like, "No, can you're you, crazy." Can you set the stage for everyone, like as far was, as? Like the date of what this is, um, maybe what your body composition was then. Oh my God. I don't even want to know what. My... <laughs> do you have, do you know, remember numbers or anything like I that? I know how much I weighed and that was 210. What year when was this? I, that was when the gym opened to 2016, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2016. How did you get there? Just. I've had the boys and I just, we literally sat in the house for a year. Like I just sat on the couch and kept them alive. And I just like, I just packed the weight on. Just like full on, just mom mode. Yeah. 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 Then Christine got you to do burn. And then your first week at burn, what's, I mean, is it nightmare? Is it? I freaked out every single day. Like. (laughs) Because why? (laughs) Because it, it was intimidating. Like, cause there were women that were already in shape and kind of knew what they were doing and it was just, it was intense. I didn't know. I think that's kind of inevitable. Like people are going to be intimidated whether they're in shape I mean, just the word boot camp is intimidating. Yeah. Right off the bat is pretty intimidating. Um, I mean, that's like, that was one of my number one questions is if you were going to, if you started at burn or you had tried something before. So no, I like, had just like walked around the neighborhood. So burn is like, it's been yeah, like, nothing. No, but. there's, there was no like planet fitness or none of that. So why do you keep coming back? I guess this is the better. Because this is the most in shape I've ever been in my entire life. And I like the way I feel and. It's like I'm literally addicted to it now. Like on the days I don't work out, I don't feel, feel right. It, yeah. Like it's like I'm in a fog. Okay, so have you ever like stepped back and looked at that time and been like, holy crap, 
how far I've come or anything oh, like yeah, that? yeah, all the time. Okay, well, like, that's good. I try to think about the first few months, and it's kind of a blur. Like, I'm like, what What was trying to do, like, a push-up like right. or a burpee like? And Yeah, was there anything, like, when you started, you're like, there's no effing way I'm ever going to be able to do that? Oh, yeah, like, run around the building without stopping or... Like, I couldn't do push-ups, I couldn't do burpees, I couldn't do any of it. I really hope people that are on Raise of Bar find this somehow. Yeah, <laughs> they like, do too. Yeah, because anybody that's starting, like, so many people are like, how do I get better at burpees? I'm so bad at burpees. I don't even think I did burpees. Like, I can't even remember what, what I... Right, well, how you yeah. modified or yeah. what, what you would have done instead of burpees. Yeah, huh. it's crazy. So when you were, you started to lose weight, how quickly did that start? Like when you first started? So it took about six months for me to see anything. Like there's so many times I almost quit because I was hmm. like, I'm so tired. Um, the first month you didn't lose any weight. I mean, maybe like a couple pounds okay. or something, but like to see real change, it took like six months. And there were so many times I'm like, I'm just going to, because I was working here. I was cleaning three days right. a week and working out every day. And t- it was like killing me. And I was like, if I'm not seeing anything, why do I keep doing right. this? Right, I'm spending so much time. Yeah, like killing myself. Putting and, this effort in. Um, and then it was like overnight. It just started to come off and I felt stronger. And But it was really when I started like lifting heavier weight. Yeah, I was going to, because one of the questions is, have you had to overcome any plateaus? Yeah. Like, was there a certain weight that you hit, you know, you're six months in, like a certain weight that you've dropped to and now you can't get past it or something like that? Yeah. And then you're like, I need to start. Yeah. And then I started, it was around the time you started. Is when you started lifting heavier? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's weird. And yeah, I lifted heavier and then I saw like more change. Nice. So, you got to change something. To change something. Yep. That's right. Do you have any uh, new or current goals right now come 2020? Yes, to lift even heavier and to get my body fat down. So has your goals changed from, like, obviously from day one um, because you're at a healthy weight now. Yeah. So things have to change in terms of your goals. Um, body fat being one of them for your composition in general. But, like, is there anything that, like, as far as non-scale victories, would you say there's more of those now than there were when you started? Oh, yeah, for sure. And what are they? Because in the beginning, it was just, I need to lose weight. Right. And I didn't think about anything else. Now it's, you know, I want to do double unders. I want to be able, I can't do a handstand. So I need to work on that. You don't and kick up? No. Well, you need it's to like my, now. oops, I hit the It's point. all good. My back, you know how my back is, and when I kick up, it feels like oh, so I it can't hurts? get straight. Yeah, it hurts your low back because yeah. it's pinchy. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's how right. Well, is too. so I can do it like a headstand. Like if I put right. my head down first, I can kick up and I'm fine because I guess like maybe I'm more stable. But Probably. if I'm just on my hands and try to kick over. You can probably, it all goes in my lower back. Yeah, you can probably compensate more when you're on your elbows and your head. You're on your elbows and head, right, when you do the headstand? No. You're in your hands? hands oh, so you're like a head. tripod. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> still, yeah, you're more supported. Yeah. Three points of contact instead of yeah. two. I have to watch it. Can you kick up? Have you kicked up? Or are you afraid to kick up? Like kicking, doing the front flip onto the wall. Is that an issue? I mean, I've done it a couple times, but it's it's hard. Once you get but up once there, once I get up there, like if I have someone help me get up there, yeah. then it do, it goes all to my lower back. Okay, we'll try it this week. Okay, and I'll give you some cues while you're upside down, which is always fun to, to try to <laughs> fix something. Yeah, while I'm trying while, to think about while your not eyes are getting bloodshot. <laughs> also, this is the first podcast with two mics, so Chelsea gets the gets to do the first podcast with two mics. So you should feel very proud of yourself. <laughs> if we don't have to sit around one mic like a bunch of homeless people in a trash can fire. Um, well, we know that. Burns changed your, changed your fitness quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like 
do you feel legitimately fit? Like I'm trying to break you out of modesty or being humble right now. Do you feel like a fit individual? But yeah, compared to what I used to be, yes. Compared to the average person, 100%, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. I come here five days a week for the past three years. Chelsea's very, very competitive. <laughs> Am I? Yes, you are. You think so? You're secretly competitive. I, th- um, you I know. that. It, I will be honest. That is one thing I found out about myself when I started here. Yeah. Like, I never had that. Well, I never played sports. I was just going to ask you, did you or play anything? Sports? So I didn't know, like, I had this competitive side. I need to come up with some sort of syndrome because Whitney's the same way. Like, you guys didn't play sports. But you still, like, I mean, it's probably just intrinsic motivation to, like, want to yeah. be better and do better, which is a great yeah. thing to have. But it is always makes me curious. Because, like, like, with sports, like, you have a coach forcing you to do stuff, like, pushing you, like, I push you guys. Mm-hmm. So to come into that and never having experienced that. Like, if someone comes in and they've never worked out before at Burn, and then, like, we're pushing them through a workout and they've never felt their legs burning. They've never felt, like the shortness of breath that comes with a hard cardio workout. Like that would be terrifying. Oh yeah. That happened today at 930 to somebody. Yeah. Um, then Danielle, she was new. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was like, well, she said she liked it. Yeah. But, uh, but that was a hard day to come into. Yeah. She works at masters too. Yeah. I didn't know that. I pursue that. But yeah, I think it is weird that I, I have that competitive side, but that's one thing I love about burn is that, it's also motivation. Yeah, it's like I still find like, and I guess you've seen that about me since you said that. What? <laughs> that I'll find one person and I'll be like, okay, where are they at? It's not a bad thing to do. Like if it's but somebody, it, it's what motivates right. me. Ideally, like most people that are competitive will find someone that's slightly better than them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the move. People that aren't competitive find someone that's slightly worse than them, so they're yeah. constantly better than them all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> seriously, that's yeah. how it, that's how it goes. Uh, what's your go-to meal? Like, let's say you're 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 eating healthy, your healthy meal, and then we'll do a cheat meal. What's your go-to? Or actually, um, like, if you're like for lunch today, is is everything pretty routine, or does it change up a lot as far as your nutrition and eating goes? Well, today the boys are at school, so I'm stuck in Hendersonville until they get out of school. So I usually eat out, and I'll just go to Zoe's, and that's like my go-to meal that's a spot. Son. Yeah. <laughs> I love Zoe's. It's so good. It is. I've called it Zoe's for so long. and then Oh, well, am I saying it wrong? I, I've been told it's Zoe's. Okay. So I think I'm wrong, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. What do you get from Zoe's? I will get the chicken kebab plate with just rice and salad. It's lit. Mm-hmm. How were you eating um, in 2016? Oh, God. I don't... I can't just... Well, the boys were so small, so it was a combination of, like, not eating enough and then just eating whatever I could get my hands on. And we ate out a lot because, like, I had no time to cook. Do you feel that your relationship with food has, A, either gotten better or, B, like, you've learned what's good and you've learned what's bad, but legitimately, like, what's good and what's bad? That makes sense. Oh yeah, I've learned so much more about nutrition and the right things to eat. Like how? Like more whole foods as yeah. before. You know, I would get the things that say that they're healthy, right. but they weren't actually healthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like now I know how to read ingredients and you know. Eat more whole food. Was that like trial and error? Or I'm, I'm asking how you learned it. Like, oh, I actually learn like it? a lot of burn boot camp accounts, like Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts. Just following and, them. Yeah. And just nutrition blogs. So you took the time to learn it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Um, Carly's question, were you always healthy? We answered that one. Um, would you say that? Yeah, you know all these ridiculous um, fitness things like, uh, like fitness is it's not a is it not a it's a journey not a destination or is it the opposite? What do people say? You ever heard that? Yeah, it, well, it's what is it? It's I don't know. A lifestyle, not a destination. It's just the <laughs> I don't worst. Know. It is. It's just, well, 
I say that because people will be like, and you're someone that's been working out for a long time. I'm someone that's been working out for a long time. People will be like, well, if they don't have a dead set goal, like, which you don't have to have a goal. Like if you enjoy working out, like this is the end goal is this is for your health. So you don't have to pay more and, you know, medical bills and shit like that. But the point being like, if someone's consistently coming all the time, then it's not a destination. Like there is no end to this. No, this is just you know what I mean? life. This is what you do now. Yeah. It's like So maybe yeah, it's your lifestyle. People it's just really who you are. It really people struggle to that concept. They're like, I'm just gonna lose a hundred pounds and then it's like no, like you can lose weight, but like if you start to work out, like this is something you need to do for the rest of your mm-hmm. life as long as you can. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. It's so when people struggle to sign up for 12 days or, or 12 months or 18 months, I'm just like, they're like, that's a big commitment. Yeah. It's it's like, this like, is your life, yeah. dude. I don't know. I know. I mean, it's crazy. I never thought that I would work out, you know, five, six times right. a week, like ever. Like yeah. when we first started, my whole thing was like, I'll go for 30 days and then I'll learn what to do. And then I'll go get a $10 membership nice. at Planet Fitness. You know how many people probably do that? Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, at the end of that 30 days, I was like, there's no way that I will be able to do any of this on my own. I'll yeah. just be standing there. To do what, like, anything that we do in a group setting by yourself is just awful. Oh, no. It's the absolute worst. Like, you just knock two minutes off all your times. Yeah. Or add two minutes yeah. to all your times, it's, really. There's no way. Um, like, with nutrition, do you... Do you follow macros? Do you just kind of eyeball it now? Do you track? Is it a combination? I'll go, yeah. I'll track. If I feel like I'm getting like off track, I'll track for or log my food for a couple weeks and just to see where I'm at to make sure that I'm eating enough and everything's good. But most of the time, I mean, I eat the same thing basically every day. So, What do you eat? I eat, I'll do overnight oats, and I have my shake and a banana, and then for lunch, I'll either do Zoe's, if I go home, I'll have egg whites, spinach, turkey sausage, Ezekiel bread, and then I'll have a snack in the afternoon, and for dinner, just be like chicken, lean meat, sweet potatoes, and a veggie. Do you cook? Yep. Are you a good cook? I think I'm a good cook. (laughs) I guess I'd have asked Dan that question. Yeah. Surprised I you. mean, he, he tells me I'm a good cook, so. He wouldn't eat it if he didn't like it. Uh, it really you haven't met Dan. Oh, really? Dan will literally <laughs> eat anything. Anything? Um, like, as far as macros go, though, um, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what that means. Yeah, I mean, like it's when I hard. Say macros. Yeah. Like in general, like I'll have, oh, just the word in general. No, I have meetings like they they're like I don't know what a macro is, which is fine. Like yeah, I, I mean there's I no reason why I you started, would. Yeah, I didn't know what it was exactly. So as far like are you are you going to the extent or did you when you first started like what changed for you nutrition wise when you started burn? Well, did you, how did you start so, to switch the way you ate when? I was younger. I did low carb. And so that was the only kind What's of. What's younger? <laughs> like your age. Okay. So uh, four years ago? Mm, no, uh, probably about six years ago. So okay. just a little bit younger than you. And um, I just did low carb. And that's the only way I ever saw results. So when What do you I, mean by low carb? Like no carbs. Okay. Like, no bread, no pasta, no. I just ate, like, meat. Basically, the Atkins diet right. is what I did. And so the that's... The Damon Atkins diet. <laughs> so, that's the only way I knew how to lose weight. And so, when I started, I did the same thing. So, I ate low-carb for a really long time. And then I got to a point where that didn't work anymore. And I'm I'm just now, like... Don't tell me you're just not working carbs back in the No, okay. no. I have been for a while, but it's just like, just a few months ago, I like got over the fact like carbs are, are good okay. for yeah. me. That's tough. So. Because I posted that thing on uh, the afterburn about that, which I 
the overnight oats things oh, yeah. that come in. Um, and that's like mostly it's oatmeal. Yeah. It's all carbs. Like it's okay to eat carbs when you're supposed to eat carbs for the day. You yeah. need them for your body to function yeah. uh, properly. But like but man, women have been told for so long, right? like do not eat carbs. They're terrible for you. And then all the women that have been told that are telling other women to yeah. not eat carbs because they're bad for you. And then it's just like this horrible, yeah, vicious circle, yeah, of continuous um, ignorance, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So you basically do like you're not tracking consistent, like you're not tracking every single day. But when you first started, did you track my fitness pal? Did they tell you to do that? Yeah, Cam. Was the trainer then? And <laughs> Shout out Cam. Hey, Cam. You think he's listening? No way. <laughs> that so would be for cool those of you that li- are listening, when Burn Boot Camp Hendersonville first started, they had a trainer that everybody loved. He's the greatest trainer in the world. Um, mm. And then he left um, without telling anybody. And I don't know the full story. I don't think anyone really does. I came in that Saturday and I felt like. He had died the way everybody <laughs> was acting. It was crazy. I had somebody, which I understand you build relationships with trainers and that's a real thing. Like you have, like you spend a lot of time with these people. Yeah. He was there for three months. Oh yeah. So. I know. And I'm like, what would happen if you left? Like. I would. Hope. It would be insane. Yeah. Like people, people would legit leave. Be like, like. <laughs> be like if the Titans lost. Yeah. It'd be a riot. <laughs> <laughs> all right it would that's my one sport joke for the day yeah. that's all i have um but like he had me track okay. just calories to begin with i guess because like we were all so new to it and he right. was like don't because that's what i asked i was like what is this macronutrients tab and he's like don't worry about that just log your food and let me see what you're eating and your calories and all that and so i did that for a while and just eventually small yeah. changes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much all it takes over time. Um, I don't know the guy. I'm sure he was a great <laughs> trainer. But anybody that tries to take on this thing by themselves... Oh, yeah. It was... Is destined to fail. Yeah. And Lindsay at Burn Bootcamp Bellevue mm-hmm. is going through the same thing right now. But she has a support trainer and BAs already. Like, when I first started, there weren't... There were zero support trainers because Cam didn't want any. Caleb yeah. was starting Nashville. Mm-hmm. And there were fake FMAs here, but no BAs. Really. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. Which is great. Like, think about now. Like, how efficiently the gym runs now compared to how it ran when I first got here. Oh, I mean, I mean I've it was been like here the Wild since West. day one. Yeah. And just the progress that it's made since then is crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't even see... How the gym ran back then. The, I mean, the there efficiency was... in the organization is probably the best it's ever been. Yeah. Which is an ode to you and Becca for sure. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, because when I first came, I had no, I had no idea what I was doing. And they were like, here, you have to do all of this yep. by yourself. Yeah. And That's a lot. I probably am going to try to talk to Lindsay about it, maybe get her on if she has any free time. But yeah, I saw where Sydney's been helping a lot, so that's right. good. She's been doing. She did the uh, the opening for them, yeah, which is cool. I was at that, but I told I tell everybody like it's not the job itself. Like training camps is tough because you're taking all your energy and you're trying to give it to other people, mm-hmm. so that can be extremely draining. But if she has to train, I have to train a full day. Like tomorrow's my full day on Wednesday, like. You train the morning camps, and then you know you have three more in the afternoon. So, like, anything you were going to do that day, you don't have a day. Yeah. There is no day. Like, you're busy all day long. Yeah. So, but I have a great schedule now. I'm not complaining. But she and anybody starting Burn, they're, as a trainer, like, they're doing that every single day. And when I first started, I cannot believe that I was doing that every single day for, like, the first three months. Oh, I know. And then right after 9.30 camp, that door was shut and locked and the light was off. And you're like, I'm napping. (laughs) It was in between. It used to be before we had 7.45. I used to sleep after 6.32 if I had a chance. Well, yeah. You got to get it in where you can get it. Well, Cam was choking down caffeine (laughs) pills because they were in my desk. 
there would be empty bottles of caffeine pills in the trash. Like, and I'd be like, I would have a heart attack. That's why, like, don't change who you are from outside of camp to training camp. Like, me talking to you right now, I'm no different than me talking to you Oh, out yeah. There. So, if you need to take four caffeine pills to get to that level, mm-hmm. something's not right. Yeah. In my opinion. But what do I know? <laughs> I've only been doing it more consistently. That's yeah, fun. but it is a job, like, where you have to be on all the time. Like, right. if you're on that mat, you have to be on. And I know, the like, your demeanor and how you feel that day can directly affect Definitely. how other people's day goes. I'm just not going to pretend, like, I don't have bad days yeah. or I'm not going to bring it. Like, I hate when people are like, hey, don't. Or, like, they, they expect you to put on, like, performance. But it's like, it's never going to happen. I'm going to be real with you 100% of the time. Yeah. Unless, like, it's somebody new. I'm obviously not going to do that. But, like, every single person has a day where they're just, like, having a shitty day. Yeah. I know. I've come in. I've seen you on a few of those days. And I'll I'll do something, and you're just like, I'm like, okay, well, it's it's one of those days. I'll just stay over here. (laughs) Some of those days are, like, if I wrote the workout, like, I have you and other people in mind of, like, how this is supposed to work and then if you guys don't pick the weights that i thought you were going to pick in my head yeah i just get like enraged <laughs> why don't you say something <laughs> just i do be like, eventually yeah i guess that's why you started telling me before the workout hey Typically. can you pick these up well i've had people in focus meetings like amanda watts and some of the people that are like i like the structure of you know what weight should i use for this movement she's she's like mm-hmm. so she was like how do i choose that just ask me yeah just have I'm usually like, be ready. You have 30 seconds. You have a minute. We're going to start in that 30 seconds to a minute. Just be like, what do you think I should use for this? And I'll tell you. If you don't like the answer, then. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't ask that today. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't ask today because I would have died. I probably would have told you 30s. Yeah. Which isn't that far off. It's really not. What I'm trying to prevent is people finishing a seven-minute workout in three minutes. Oh, yeah. And then being like, I don't want to do all these push-ups. Like, I didn't want you to either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you picked up 10. Exactly. So here we are. Um, all right. Let's talk some music. Okay. Top three favorite bands. That is so hard. Um, so this can be like <clears throat> a rotating thing because I don't, unless you have a favorite band of all time, which is extremely hard for me, just pick like. I know. It's hard to pick. I would say so, the, like the current. So definitely Arcade Fire is one of my I didn't know absolute that. favorites. Um, why Arcade Fire? How'd you hear Arcade Fire? So Dan introduced me to Arcade Fire. We got when get, we, let's get Dan. On I know the show. he was. Gonna, he would be a good. He would. Candidate. He was gonna be a. He was he not gonna be stand up? He was. Pursuing, oh yeah, he was gonna be yeah. a stand up comedian. Yeah, he should be hilarious. Yeah, right? it would. It would be great, and y'all could talk about drums. Does and he all still? That. Does he still keep up with like stand up and stuff like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Good. What did I ask? Yeah, did you see Dave Chappelle the other night? The Mark where he won the Mark Twain Award. No, that's really good. You should watch that. That was a good one. Is it like good because he won something, or was he? Well, joking? no. There's like a lot of comedians on there, and he gets up oh, okay. and does a, a little skit. Dave so. Chappelle's the goat. Yeah, so he's, he's yeah. one of my favorites. And it's they Dan's just dropped. Uh, it's his favorite comedian, legitimately. Yeah, Dave right. Chappelle. I need his number yeah. before, you, before you get out of here. Yeah. What did I ask you? Oh, My you top th- three bands. Uh, so no, Arcade no. Fire. No, how did you hear Arcade Fire? Dan showed you. Dan introduced me to Arcade Fire. Is that, I mean, it's indie rock, right? It's kind of like indie, um, electronic kind of, I don't know. I, I think I know one song. Let's look up some Arcade Fire. Okay. I, I probably know their top song, if any. I mean, you've heard something from them before. I'm sure you've at least heard Wake Up. Never heard this in my life. I feel like they were... Well, you're missing out. (laughs) (laughs) Who's number two? Um, I've heard of them, though, if that helps. Like, of all time, I'll, I'll have to say Rolling Stones is up there. Why the Rolling Stones? That's another Dan and I okay. thing. So, 
And I just, I mean, they're classic. I have no um, interest or desire to listen to the Rolling Stones ever. Why? I like risk, like, so the stone, like everyone's like stones and Beatles and all that. I 100,000% respect what they did for music, but I'm never going to listen to it. I've never searched on Spotify for the Rolling Stones or the Beatles. Not once. When I, I can see that. Like when I was younger, I didn't like any of that stuff too. I mean, I guess. I'm not that younger than you, Chelsea. I mean, like, I feel like, how old are you? 25? Yeah. You are I keep thinking 29? that you're 20. I'm 30. Okay. So close enough. So. When did you turn But, 30? like, when I was, like, 23, I was, like, I didn't listen to the Rolling Stones that much either. So that's, that's kind of a new one. So. So you've gotten less heavy over time? Is that what you're saying? Who's number three? That, uh, It's so hard. I don't know. It can be current. I usually have to look at my Spotify. I know. Let me look at my Spotify. That's to. what I'm doing right now. Um, I was expecting some heavier stuff. I'm gotta say, I'm heavier pretty, than that. Pretty disappointed. What did you think? I guess I was you don't listen say? to like that much heavy shit. But um, I remember you like some Modest Mouse. I like Modest Mouse. I like Pearl Jam, and they're actually going on tour. Um, Tool. We're going to go see Tool this month. That's cool. Um, Of course, A Day to Remember. She's just going to her heavy playlist now. Well, I mean, (laughs) I like every... It's weird. I like everything. Then I got Fleetwood Mac on here. Like, I'm all over the place. I like everything. Is there a genre you don't like? Um, Specifically. Like a basic one. Not like... I don't like Latin jazz. No one (laughs) does. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that um yeah i guess like i don't listen to a ton of country so like casey musgraves it's about as far as i get with that it's about the same for me yeah there's about like a count and, and it's not like i hate it it's just like not something that i'm right. into no i agree well when i grew up we didn't listen to country at all like zero country see that's all like my family listened to you. Really? So, yeah. And you don't like it? I mean, I like some of the older country, you know, like Merle Haggard and stuff right. like that, but that's what I, that's not only, recent. That's the only stuff I'll listen to is some yeah. old stuff. And yeah. all of that's because Riley showed me. And like, that's more like rock and roll to me, like. Right. Yeah. Some of it. Outlaw country. Right. Waylon. <laughs> yeah. Um, Before I knew Riley, like. She'll be like, you know this song? Like when country comes on, I'm like, I don't think you realize. <laughs> I don't know any country songs. Yeah. Zero. If the top 10 country artists walked through the door of Burn, I'd know maybe one. Yeah. By like facial recognition, <laughs> most likely. So that's how like Dan and I are with rap because I've listened to rap for a long time. He doesn't time. listen to rap? No. No. That's like the one thing that, I mean, like some older stuff. It's like not his thing. Bone Thugs in Harmony no. or something like that. But like recent stuff. Like something, I'll play something on my phone, and it's like, right. has no idea. What's the first CD you ever bought? The first CD I ever bought was the No Doubt Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> That's not bad. That's a good one. That's a That's good one. Still one of my favorites. What's what about you? What was the first CD you ever bought? I'll get, guess the genre. If you get the genre right, I'll let you guess the artist. Um,. Well, then it's obviously this not was, what I think. This was fifth grade. My mom let me get a CD at Target. <laughs> so 2005. It, Remember where I grew up? <laughs> it's far. Well, it's not Nelly, but it's rap. Oh, and it's not Nelly? It's not. Is it... Isn't Petey Pablo from there? <laughs> He's from North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina. Raise up. Um, it was Thug Motivation 101. Oh, that's Jeezy. a good one. Yeah. I, I heard, still listen to that some days on the way here. Uh, and then what? With Manny Fresh yeah. on uh, the radio on Hot 104.1. Oh, God. And I was like, my mom. Beats are dope. My mom actually went and saw Jeezy last time he was in town. He's coming at the end he of is. January. 
He, oh. he looks, I wonder if she knows that. He looks rough. He does. On the, on the poster board that was stapled to the telephone pole. He didn't <laughs> oh, look great. Where is he going to be at? I think I last no time idea. he was at Marathon. It's not, so. It's gotten worse. I think it's like oh. the fairgrounds or something like that. <laughs> the fairgrounds. <laughs> I would not worse. be surprised. Um, what's your favorite movie or favorite kind of movie? Because once again, I don't choose favorite movies because it's too hard to pick unless you have one. You have one. Uh, my favorite is oh, horror movies. Okay. So. What kind, like, slasher horror movies? Just all of them. What's your favorite movie? But my favorite movie is, and it's a weird choice, Edward Scissorhands is my favorite movie. That's all. Do you like a lot of Tim Burton movies? Yes, I do. I like a lot of Tim Burton movies. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands, that's a creepy movie. To and it's a weird movie. movie. I don't know. It's just like. It came out when I was little, and it just, I don't know. I guess because it was, like, maybe, like, it shocked me. Like, it was just, like, yeah. the first movie I can remember watching and being, like, do you what like, is happening? Do you like all the, like, psychological thriller stuff, too? Oh, yeah. I like. Have you seen like, Hereditary? Oh, yes. Let's I talk have. Hereditary. That, Finally. Somebody, I actually somebody watched... cultured on this podcast that can talk about Hereditary. <laughs> I actually read um, a theory blog the other day about that movie. I'm all ears. And uh, it was really interesting because, like, I still didn't fully understand the end of that movie. Like, the end of the movie freaked me out the most out of all of it. And I was like, what is happening? It was probably, like, because I knew nothing going into it. Like, I knew this was this guy's first movie he directed and wrote and i knew the cinematography was going to be cool and there's a lot of hype about it but like as far as what happened in the movie oh yeah i wasn't ready for anything i wasn't either and it's still like i thought i had seen scary movies like i can watch scary movies all day and it doesn't bother me that movie bothered me like even thinking about it right now it bothers me So I watched it. We saw it in theaters because I was I was like, we have to go oh, see this. Yeah. Because I listened to uh, Tiger Belly, which is Bobby Lee's podcast, and that's like my favorite podcast. And they're always talking about those movies and horror movies or whatever. And since then, I've literally tried to watch it on Amazon Prime, and then like I get five minutes in and I stop it. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, like I'm not ready for this. No. To go through this. Thing. And if I do watch it again, I need it needs to be the middle of the day, and all the windows <laughs> need to be open. <laughs> like, when, Not dark I at mean, all. We went and saw a Midsummer yeah. in the movie theater, and that was really good. That was different. Me and uh, my buddy, when I was in Portland, me and my buddy Brendan watched that mm-hmm. together, and it was a weird one. It was. Yeah. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be worse than Hereditary, but it was just different. Yeah, it was just it was a, a different, different kind of horror movie. It was super weird. Yeah. Uh, Riley was super creeped out in Hereditary by the naked man with like the blonde hair that was like low-key jacked. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. How he like he showed up like there's so many people that show up in the beginning of that movie and then at the end of the, the end of it you see them again and you're like what? I remember yeah. that dude because he was at the funeral. Yeah. At the beginning of that thing. Yeah. The and whole he was buck naked <laughs> in her room or his room or whatever. Yeah. So I creepy. know. It, it is. That's what creeps me out the most meme. is like, have you seen it too? I haven't. So I tried to watch it the other night and Riley was like. I haven't been sleeping anyway, so this isn't going to help anything. So right. maybe we don't I know, watch that's it. not a good one to watch before you go to bed either. For me, uh, when I saw it, I watched the remake, the first one, mm-hmm. in theaters, and it was so, like, over the top. Well, there were so many like, spoilers for it, too, before I saw it. So it's, like, all the scary parts I had already seen yeah. on Instagram or the, something like that. The CGI, it just throws me out of it. Yeah. Like it's, if it's so, if it seems so fake that it can't be real at all. Right. Then I'm just like not scared anymore. Yeah. Really. That's like. But the second one is better. It's not. I thought it would be because the adults, like, I don't know, but. And Bill Hader being in it. I know. That's so random. (laughs) Is he funny? Yeah, he's a little funny. A little comic relief. Yeah. Um, With Hereditary, spoiler alert, fast forward a minute and a half if you don't want to hear about it, if you haven't seen it. You've been under a rock or too scared. Um, I feel like a lot of your listeners probably hate horror movies. Probably. (laughs) A lot of people in general, especially those kind of horror movies. Yeah. But Homeboy's sister, he (laughs) 
straight up. So when you were talking about how, like you're th- you're thinking of it right now and how it made you feel, mm-hmm. that's how I felt. Almost more so with Midsummer. Like I just felt weird. Like it felt so visceral. Like when the couple was fighting. Like I've had that fight before, mm-hmm. and it made me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. But Hereditary, like after the fact, this is a true story. You know when she's eating the cake and it has. The sister's eating the cake and it has walnuts in it, and she's mm-hmm. allergic to walnuts, mm-hmm. and she like starts going into anaphylactic shock. I literally thought about that later and like started crying. Like I, oh I felt God. so bad for her. Yeah. In that moment, and yeah. then like he's rushing her home, and just homeboy, he geesh, <laughs> takes I her know. head off it is, it's on a telephone pole. Yeah. To have I mean, that, that just happens so tragic. Halfway through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the end of it is just—I still don't fully understand um, what happened. So the idea being, so there's Payman, who is the demon, yeah. in the movie, who essentially is like incarnate or you know personified through the grandma of the story. Mm-hmm. She, I believe, wants to pass it down. She can't pass it down to her daughter because it's it not like the rightful heir or something like yeah. that. But I think she wanted to pass it down to the granddaughter. Yeah, and that's why they gave her a boy's name. Right. Right. And then homegirl's head got blown off. Yeah. So so it skipped to him. Mm-hmm. So at the very end was like some weird ritual, I think. Yeah, to, I didn't see that coming. No. And all that, like her me? crawling on the ceiling. Like, st- that's what freaks me out the most. Is Homegirl that, like, soldering fast her head off. Crawling movement. Yeah. <laughs> That was disturbing. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. All right. You said you had questions for me. I do. Okay. Maybe, let me make sure I don't have any more. This will be a quick edit, though. You didn't say your go-to cheat meal. Oh. Before um, we move completely pizza. on. Pizza. From where? Don't say Sanders Ferry. Saunders Ferry. What is um, it? Sanders? Saunders? Just a, really any pizza. Any pizza? Yeah. You're not a snob? No. See, I'm a pizza. If but I'm it gonna... has to be classic, just pepperoni. I don't want this Alfredo sauce pizza. Like I feel it, you on that. It has to be like just real regular pizza. Right. Classic. Yeah. So, let's see. So you played soccer. What other sports? Here we did, go. What so, other sports did you play? Growing up, I played uh, soccer, baseball. I played basketball for third grade, just third grade. <laughs> if there's any sport that I've given up on, it's basketball. I'm not any good. I average one rebound a season. I, <laughs> yeah. um, I played baseball growing up my entire life. I played. I made the team my freshman year of high school, and then quit. Because baseball is boring. Sorry. Um, for me, at least. I, I needed intensity. So, from then on out, it was, yeah, it was just... I played soccer growing up, like, from kindergarten. And then, once I hit seventh grade, we switched, I switched to goalkeeper. And then, from then on, it was just nothing but soccer. From, like, eighth grade to my sophomore year of high school, it was just soccer. Yeah. Like the same way working it working out is now. Yeah, it's basically what it was. So even though you hated baseball, what was your best baseball moment? Uh, we didn't win anything because we were terrible. My dad was my coach. So he was the CYC coach, which CYC is, you know, Christian Youth Council something something that the Catholic schools all did. Um, we didn't win anything in baseball. I never hit a home run. Oh, we, really? d- we did have, well, I guess I didn't, I was never big enough really or good enough, but I don't know. My freshman year, I batted two. Tw- I batted 200, so that's pretty good. It's not good. Okay. I don't know anything <laughs> about sports. I want the boys to play baseball or hockey, but I guess whatever they want to do. They hockey do. would be dope. Yeah. The one I don't regret playing baseball um because I think the more sports you play growing up the better because you learn different 
movement patterns from each sport. So, you remember Robert Green? He was the English goalkeeper that won World Cup that like went for this front dive save and just it just scooted right by him and like everyone hated him. Do you remember that? No. Okay. No. So Clint Dempsey is a striker who plays for the US. He took the shot that never should have went in. It barely rolled to the goalie and he fucked up and it went into the goal and the whole country hated him and his basically his career was uh, completely ruined. Dempsey, one of the stars of the Confederations Cup. Testing Green again. Oh, what an error. What an awful moment for Rob Green and for England. Presented Clint Dempsey with an American equaliser. Oh, that will take some getting over. Robert Green is from England. He didn't play any baseball. So if you think about it from like a biomechanical standpoint, I'm getting real nerdy. Sorry. <laughs> like as a goalkeeper, your lateral movement. So when we do shuffles and stuff like that, your lateral movement is extremely important. If you grew up in England, you have no baseball. You're not shuffling side to side to get a ground ball and stuff like that. So there's aspects of other sports that play into gotcha. other sports. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a long-winded answer. Yeah. No one asks me questions. I don't do this. And what would you do for Lion's Choice? What would I do? <laughs> Did I tell you this? No. What would you do for Lion's Choice? I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like driving. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to get for lunch. And she was like, we had Lion's Choice last night. And I go, I'm probably going to have to cut this out. I go, <laughs> I actually, when they asked that question, I had to like Google what oh, really? Lions Choice was. Yeah, because we don't have that here. So good. So I, I know never we heard don't have it. that yeah. here. Tell me about it. So, but my family hates me when I go home because they're like, "That's all you want to eat." We're not gonna eat. have Lions Choice again, Maya. It's been three days of Lions Choice. <laughs> like whatever, guys. It's like so Arby's just doesn't cut it. It's oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to get my buddy Max on here. He has a. Lions Choice Gate. He's had a feud with Lions Choice, like corporate Lions Choice on on Twitter. Over, over what? Um, I'd have to recall, but him and his brother have actually, or his um, cousin Sam, have actually been like back and forth with Twitter Lions Choice actual Twitter oh my about gosh. something. I have to I have to ask him about it again. But Arby's is nowhere near Lions Choice. Lions Choice. The seasoning on Lion's Choice is a thousand times better, and the meat is, like, medium rare. So it's, like, legit roast beef. My aunt worked at Arby's when she was in high school, and she told me, like, how it's made, and I can't. I haven't eaten Arby's in a while. Yeah. How's it made? I mean, we shouldn't be eating at Arby's. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but, no. yeah, after she told me how it's made, I was like... Do you remember like, what she said? What's made? The roast beef is yeah. made? Yeah. It's not roast beef, is it? No. What is it, Chelsea? It's like, but she still eats it. And I'm like, how do you still eat that? <laughs> People still eat know? hot dogs and they know what the hell it is. It's like it, I want to say she said it comes like, I might be wrong. So if anybody like don't any, yell at me. Any social justice warriors yeah. obsessed with Arby's. Um, but like you Chelsea have to put it in. speech <laughs> against Arby's on the podcast. You're going to be on yeah. a Jezebel Don't article. at me with. <laughs> The Arby's. Okay. But it, I guess it comes like dried and you have to put it in water. And oh. then that's what makes it the way it is. And then they cut it. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. The fact that it comes dried is concerning. Yeah. How was that fresh? I mean, that was a long time ago, though. That's so true. So that's back when the whole TV Mills thing was probably a Ugh. hit. It's before, it's before they had the meats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that all your questions? Yeah. All right. That's all your questions. That's an hour, dude. All right. Told you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thank you.